Well, welcome to Season 2 of the To Be Discussed Podcast. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Riley Payne, and I've got my best friend, Adrian Herndon, and uh, we're here. We decided to make this Season 2 because, if you'll recall, in the last episode that we did a couple of weeks ago, we started telling you um, not only how we got to the point that we're at now, but some things that we want to do moving forward. And so we decided, hey, we'll go ahead and call this Season 2 and get started and uh, we're excited. Uh, we're excited about this podcast. We're excited about uh, upcoming opportunities that we have, not only in our own uh, podcasting world, but uh, Lord willing, with some other podcasts moving forward. And so we're just uh, excited about what the future holds. Uh, but today, we, we were discussing, hey, what do we want to do coming back? And there's been a lot that has happened right. in the world in the past two weeks. Uh, and we're not by any means a major news source. Uh, we are not a political uh, news source. But we are a, a podcast that is committed to bringing perspective to things, uh, not only specific topics, but also um, cultural issues that are going on currently. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot. Um. With this episode, just like you said, we're gonna the topic that we're gonna be talking about today. It's uh, it's touchy, um, and I would say you know just kind of sit back with us and you know just and 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 listen because if if anybody, especially you know for our listeners who are uh, who live in different countries, um, if you even have social media or watch the news you you know that the united states here in the united states we've or in the state of texas uh we've gone through a lot in these past two two three weeks mm-hmm. and it's amazing because we haven't this this is our season two opener and we haven't done a show in the last two weeks but there has been a lot like you said a lot that has happened and gone on uh just over here in this country or in our country and it, it amazes me you know the for one, the backlash, the um, the response, um, and just everything, and, and the brutality that it, that surrounds us uh, in this day and age, and we just want to address those topics and uh, not be uh, biased or try not to be biased one toward the other, but to an understanding where you're able to understand and somewhat uh, also get where we're coming from. Uh, like I said, we're not we're not biased, or we're not trying to make you lean left or right. Uh, that is not our our uh, goal here. But we just want you to gain some sort of understanding uh, of what's going on. And it's just like you know we talked about yesterday. Uh, I would say, man, I got you know I have a bone to pick because <laughs> uh, I don't agree with a lot that that has been going on, and it's and it's it's, it's some sad stuff, but. Uh, we're gonna get through this show, and um, yeah, yeah, y'all just buckle up and listen, you know. And, and also realize we want because of some of the things that we want to discuss today. Um, I, I want everybody to understand that we want to be very sensitive uh, to these events. Yeah. We want to also be very sensitive to people, uh, individuals that were affected, right? Um, right. Adversely. By some of the things that we're going to discuss today, yeah, uh, because there's there's a lot to unpack. So just hang with us. 
and we'll, and we'll get through this together. But we, we wanted to just, this is what this show's about. And uh, we felt like this is what we need to do. So, with without further ado, uh, let, let's go ahead and, and just kind of, there are two main things, and then there's one that I've thought about, and if I hadn't been in a wreck yesterday, I would have told you that we are going to discuss this. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, so there's two main things, and there's one thing that has happened on the periphery of all of this that I also want to discuss, because there's something that uh, I find interesting about it. So, so the two main things, obviously, that, that, that I want us to, and, and we discussed about unpacking, are the Uvalde shooting situation, the tragedy there uh, with mass school shootings, and not only that school shooting, but there were some others, and, and just that topic in general, and we wanted to discuss abortion because in the midst of all of this also uh, was the leakage of what appears to be a decision by the Supreme Court that is going to overturn uh, Roe v. Wade. And so we're going to talk about that. And then on the periphery to me, now it was centerfold on TikTok, but on the periphery of all of this is the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Now, there's a lot of horse and pony uh, circus show that went on there mm -hmm. uh, on both sides. But there's a, a principle that came to me last night as I was reading through some things that I want to discuss. So, so those are kind of the three things, so just bear with us as we uh, unpack this. So we're going to start off, obviously, uh, with that big one, uh, the Givaldi school shooting. Yeah. I mean, what a tragedy. Uh, you have a young man, 18 years old, uh, and as we've learned, as things have come out, and, and let me also say this before we get to, I'm not going to get into all the contradictions. I, I mean, I've got my own opinions about some of it. We're not gonna, we're not here to discuss that. Mm -hmm. um, but what we had, what what at least is not a contradiction. What has been confirmed is that this young man was mentally disturbed. I mean, nobody can dispute that. Right. Uh, we have social media accounts that show him holding dead animals and and celebrating. We have messages of him talking about doing things to animals and human beings, and and, and he was obviously a mentally uh, disturbed human being. We, we now have some of his family members saying that they've known all along um, you know that he was a disturbed individual and again not political here he's able to obtain not one but two AR-15 rifles. Okay he obtains these rifles he makes the decision I'm going to uh, kill my grandmother and then I'm going to the elementary school we don't know why that they, they you know there's nothing there yet as to why I'm going to the elementary school and I'm going to kill innocent children yeah we don't know what the motive is uh, up to this publishing point this recording point but what I want to focus on isn't so much the motive as what it is that drives human beings to do evil things. That's, that's, as we said, this is, it was a tragedy. Yeah, it, it struck a nerve with me, as I told you, you know, the other day, as you know, because I've, I spent a month in our elementary school, right? So I spent a month over, you know, with second, third, and fourth graders. And, um, 
You know, it, it struck a nerve because you know I've I've been around, I've worked with kids those age, those ages, and you know to hear you know you know the about the the phone calls and the 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 the, the cries for help you know as this was going on you know it it, it burdens my heart because you know like he, we don't know the reason why he chose an elementary school you know because you know I would say you know those kids had nothing to do with anything that may have been going on personal personally in his life all we know is there was some sort of an agenda that he had we don't know what it was but at the end of the day young lives were lost promising lives um were just lost tragically and and nobody now I, I i can only imagine what a parent you know goes through in those moments you know because nobody expects you know the day they drop their child off at school that that's the last time they're going to see him or that they could lose them to a tragedy like this um it's un it's unfathomable and it, it hurts me, you know, because you know I, I I've interacted with kids, the, the uh, you know those ages. I I've laughed with them, um, taught them, and even dis uh, disciplined them and to some sort. And at the end of the day, you realize they're just kids, you know. Um, regardless of uh, because I'm I'm not big on you know everybody talking. Well, you know. Uh, it happened because you know he was mentally ill but at this point there was something that was seriously uh wrong with this with this guy you know this but kid. To have, the focus here is that to have the agenda that he had it boils down and and the two issues the two main issues that we're going to discuss comes down to to the same thing well all three of them really selfishness yeah we are about self in society Mm -hmm. There was something in this young man that made this young man think that they had either wronged him or they owed him. There was something within him, and C.S. Lewis, in his book Mere Christianity, says that all people have two things. They have an innate sense of wrong and an innate sense of right. Mm -hmm. We have the innate sense of wrong because we're all born sinners. We have the innate sense of right because everybody is born with the ability to be saved in the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different, we, we could discuss that for hours, but we have those things. And and as C.S. Lewis so, so well puts it, he says, you know, we all have that innate sense to do that which is wrong because it fulfills us. So this young man, for however long, had this innate sense within him that I want to do this to fulfill myself even if it costs others their lives. Even if I have to go up to innocent elementary students. Do not miss that folks. Innocent elementary students. What broke my heart more than anything about this whole deal, I have always, when dealing with little children in church or when I was coaching, I always got down on one knee because that makes them feel safe and like they can come to me. Mm -hmm. He got down on one knee, and in what should have been a, hey, I'm, I'm okay, I'm safe. No, he gets down on one knee, locks eyes with them, and says, it's time to die, children. It's time to die. What an evil thing to do. And that comes, you know, we can talk about mental illness all day long. Yeah, he had it. But, but the root of it is this innate sense of evil that I've got to fulfill myself even at the cost of others. 
and understand something that we all have that. Mm -hmm. We all have the capabilities to be uh, Ted Bundy's. We all have the capabilities uh, to be uh, these mass murderers. Okay? So I'm not blaming just the young man. I'm just saying that we need to become aware. We need to quit talking about gun control. That's not going to change anything. We need to quit talking about uh, law reform. That, that doesn't do anything. We need to start looking at what can we do at a young age to catch people and say life's not about you. Mm -hmm. Because when we allow this sense of selfishness to germinate in somebody, and we allow it to grow and grow and grow and grow. What we produce is somebody who thinks they're better than everybody and they think that they're owed and they think that, you know, I've been wrong and they do stuff like this. Mm -hmm. It's just like last night. I was talking to a friend and uh, we, had, we, was having, we had a long extended conversation uh, one was just about marriage and divorce but I, it was something that I, I recall saying is that this society in today's world that we live we live in has the tendency it makes us makes it all about us you know you have to do this you're going to do this you're this you know you're great you're so you know it, it paints a picture to where it makes us look like we're so important and, I, and I'm reminded as what what Paul said uh, I think it was somewhere in first uh, Corinthians where he says don't think of yourselves uh, to be important because and it, and it's a period. Then they may, he makes a statement. You're not that important. No. You know, and it's a, it's a sobering thought. When you sit back and you really think about the, how, the way the world goes and uh, all the stuff that it loads our, our brains with, and it's all selfish-based. It's all about us getting into where we want to be. Regardless of what uh, anybody else has to say, think, or do, we got to get to where we got to be. And I understand that to an extent, but when it, when it gets to the point where we're willing to step on others and harm others, that's when it becomes a problem. Because then we're, we've made up in our minds, it's all about me. I don't care. Uh, I don't care if I hurt my mom, my dad, brother, sister, best friend, whoever. And, and that comes from. We don't value relationship anymore. No, you know, and 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 it goes back to again that we need to become aware of this problem and right. quit blaming other things. Right. We, I, talk, you know, when we were talking about doing this episode a couple of days ago, you know this because you spent a lot of time with me. Um, I love guns, like mm -hmm. love them. I've had a bunch of them over the years, shot a bunch of them. I use them often and, and, you know, whatever. But, like I told you, not one time has one of my rifles gone, you know what, today I think I'm going to kill a kid. Yeah. Because my, my rifle doesn't get selfish. Right. My rifle doesn't make a decision that, hey, I'm more important than everybody else, but a human being will. So it doesn't matter what we have. We've been doing this from the beginning. Cain and Abel. Cain picks up a rock. He decides, hey, I don't like Abel. He owes me. He hurt my feelings. And I'm going to whack him over the head and kill him. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It all comes back to us thinking that we're the important ones. And we're not. Yeah. We are not more important. Listen to me. We are not so important that we have to go kill another human being to get what we want. 
Yeah. We're not that important. It's just like, you know, when a child does something, you know, that they know they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And the parent comes to them at the end of it, you know, at the end of the day. Now, what did you learn from it? What exactly. did you, you know, what did you gain from doing this? Absolutely. You know, and what what does it profit any of us to harm someone else? For no reason. Yeah, I mean, for no reason. Absolutely no reason. And and he wound up dead anyway. Yeah. By the way, hello, he's dead. It's not like he got some glitz and glamour life now. Yeah, no. He's a dead man. And if it sounds like I'm ranting, I am, okay? Yeah. Th- th- this is ridiculous. And what, 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 I, you know, what ags me on is is that you know because you have those people that are you know it's just like i said if it was an arson we blame we blame the person exactly if it was a stabbing we blame the person but mm-hmm. since there's a gun involved oh we need gun control we need gun laws strict the gun laws okay that ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah it's it's not because it's a, it's it's a people problem it's what? a sin problem and it's a person it's about it's about the person it's not about the the gun is only an instrument Yep. It, absolutely. You can look this up, talking about gun laws changing. Yeah. Chica- the city of Chicago, and, and by the way, the mayor came out the other day. If this is a little political, I don't care. The mayor came out the other day and was whining, oh, everybody talks about our city because of gun laws. Yeah, you're the one who put them in place and still has shootings. You can look this up. So, I think it was, uh, what is today? Today's Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it was probably by Monday or Tuesday. So so between the shooting time, so it was like a week, I think. In a week's time, between the Uvalde shooting, from the Uvalde shooting, so the next Tuesday, in just that span of time since that shooting had occurred in Uvalde, Texas, there were 23 mass shootings in America, and the majority of them occurred in Chicago. Yeah. And it's 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 sad, man. Because people are selfish. Yeah, it's sad. It we is. have we we have our own agendas, and we've got to get out of yeah. that. We we've got to get back to saying others are more important yeah. than we are. And understand this, folks. When we take that kind of a mentality, all the rest of it falls into place. Yeah. And it's like I, I've been using this word a lot. It's a sobering thought. It's a sobering. Uh, mentality and reality. That's when reality kicks in. When we start to take the focus of ourselves, all you know, put it out the picture. It's like everything else fades away, and what's important is sitting right there in front of you. Yeah. And and we have to value each other enough and more to say, you know what, my life's not worth it for one, but your life's just more important as mine is. We're all in the same boat. We, yeah. need, we need to realize how minute we really are. You know, the Bible compares us to nothing more than vapor that passes yeah. away just as quickly as it appears. In case in point, my wife and I were in a wreck yesterday, sitting in the ER, and the world kept spinning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, period. That's all i got to say. Like... If that doesn't prove to me that I'm not the most important guy in the whole wide world. Yep. I man, you say that brought back a memory. Uh it was a preacher in, in the church I used to go to that um he's preaching a sermon and he said in his sermon, he said, If you think that you're so important, he said, the job that you have today, if you were to die today, that job would go and find somebody else to take replace you 
within the next week or whatever. And so in everything else, the world will keep moving on. Mm-hmm. And harsh as it, it sounds harsh or whatever you may think, but it's the truth. Yep. The, the, I think when we, when we get in our own ways, we, when, we, when we're in trouble, we want the world to stop and say, look at me. You know, we want to say, hey, look at me. Look what I'm going through. I'm hurting right now. And we want the world or when we do something important, you know, it, and I'm not saying, you know, you don't deserve some kind of congratulations, but it's not about you. We want the world to stop on a dime when it's something in something uh, involving us. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't work that way. Well, we do that with surgeries. It's a minor surgery if it's on you, but it's a major surgery if yeah. I'm going to do it. You know, yeah. and, and, and it encompasses everything about life. So the the first point that I wanted to make was selfishness is the key now, and, and we need to address that. Now the second issue, and this might be touchy, I don't care, is the abortion issue. Mm-hmm. There are people that are outside these justices' houses rioting. You know, because they're mad that they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. They're mad that, that that's going to allow... And by the way, just as a point here, it's not political at all. I mean, it's just a fact. Roe v. Wade in and of itself doesn't make abortion legal or illegal mm-hmm. in the United States. What it does is it says that um, it, just because it's overturning it doesn't make it illegal. Right? Yeah. What it says, what that means is now the states were going to get to decide whether or not they want to be legal in their state. Right. So they can ban it in their own individual states. And obviously there are already states that are moving, making moves to do that or have already voiced that if this is, in fact, the official ruling that comes out probably in the next month or so, that they will, in fact, ban abortion. Mm-hmm. And because of that, people are... Uh, already, you know, up in arms. How can you do that? It's my body, my choice. Well, it was your choice to get pregnant. And even understand this, because we had this discussion with not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm, I, I understand that there are some people who get pregnant because of rape. I completely understand. I'm very. That's why I said I'm very sensitive to to everybody involved in these situations. I understand that. But God had a purpose for that little baby. Mm -hmm. We believe that life begins at conception, that the moment that that baby is put in the womb, that it is a human being. It's not a clump of cells. It's not anything like that. It is a human being. Yeah. And by the way, if we're going to view it as a human being, here's another point that I make about abortion. People don't get an abortion until they realize they're pregnant. In the United States, if you were to have, if you were to be an immigrant, if you were to be an immigrant and and get pregnant while in the United States, and you go to the uh, doctor, mm-hmm. the moment that it is apparent that you are pregnant. It is declared that the baby in the womb is a citizen of the United States of America. Therefore, it is afforded the same health care, same uh, rights to education, all those things. It becomes what we call a naturalized citizen because it's born inside the United States. And it is declared that the moment that conception is obvious. Yeah. 
So really and truly, Roe v. Wade, from the very get-go, went against the Constitution because the Constitution declares that baby a United States citizen the moment that you realize that, you're con- that, it, it, that you've conceived. Yeah. But somehow, someway, back in the 70s, they found a loophole and now have allowed, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, they have allowed murder of United States babies United States citizens, we have allowed mass, and I'll even use this word, mass genocide of United States citizens for over 40 years. Man. Alright. Again, I understand. You might not have wanted to conceive that baby in rape, but it is not our duty to play God. The reason that we make these decisions to kill these babies is because we're selfish. Oh, you know, I don't want to have to think about my attacker. Well, I understand that. But you don't have to think about your attacker when you look at that baby. You can look at a brand new baby that you get to raise in the way that you want so that they don't turn out like your attacker did. Yeah. Alright? Or, oh, it's not the right time. We weren't ready. Well, you should have thought of that before you did what you did. See, it, it all comes back to this idea that we're selfish and we want to play God over other people. We want to take out other people so that we can carry out our agendas. And it's sad. Yeah. It, it's terrible. It's just like I said, um, you know, when we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, uh, there are other options. You know, we but talked about Yeah, we talked about the, the options of adoption. And. I said more likely than so. The 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 point where there is, you know, uh, if a person, a, a woman gets raped or a girl gets raped and she, a, a, a baby has been conceived, that's less likely than when it's a person, two people who decides to have sexual relations and then, oops, I'm pregnant. Yes, statistically, yeah. that, that happens less often yeah. than the, the other. Yes. And, and then, you know, the... The, the argument, the opposition, you say, well, now, if, you know, just like then, is that the, that child will be in the system. And I said, it's, it's not about the child being in the system. It's more about uh, being the reality of it. When a child goes, put in, is in the system, and then parents have to go through the adoption phase. Because I understand there are people who, well, I don't want to put my child in the, uh, have my child in the system because they might just go to anyone. No, that's not true. We know people who have went through the adoption process, and we know how uh, how hard it is. Okay. You know, it's a long process. There's, there's constant court dates. There's constant meetings, checkups, mm-hmm. and check-ins. Uh, so, uh, uh, psychic evaluations. Yeah. And so your child, th- this child is not just going to go to some random person. Mm. You know, and, and really, it's just like you said, we can't play God. We, we want to make the decision to... to for somebody else, that's that's not even alive. You haven't given this human, this baby, this child a chance to live a life that you, for one, have nothing about. Only a fear of what it could be. Not what it is, but what, what it could, could be. be. And it's just like you said, you have an opportunity, a grand opportunity uh, that's ahead of you to raise this child to be who you would want it to be, you know, to, to see fit that it doesn't be like that person that who may have molested you or attacked you or whatever. You have this grand opportunity ahead of you. And if by chance you can't, somebody else can. Yeah. 
there's hundreds of people out there, thousands, who can't have kids and are waiting for a child. I, I have in the past talked to somebody who is actually the president of a children's home and was told that they had more wanting parents than they had children. So mm. it's not that people don't want kids, you know, aren't wanting to adopt. They want to adopt, uh, and, and they're looking forward to that opportunity. So so don't think that that's the case at all. Yeah. Um, also, a, a point that I've made about this, and it is, and you touched on it, is the potential that these children have. I'm a firm believer, and I've said this to you, I've said this to more than one person, to others as well. I am a firm believer that the that the evangelist that was intended for this generation, God allowed it to be aborted, to prove a point. I believe it was aborted. If you look back through any other generation, you had Billy Graham. Uh, before that, you had Billy Sunday. Billy Graham was actually saved in a revival with Billy Sunday. Then you had... Uh, Jonathan Edwards, and, and, and I could go on and on, but, but you just keep going back and you'll find anywhere in church history that there was evangelists that would travel and they would preach to these you know, great numbers of people mm-hmm. uh, or, or even pastors that would get on the, the, the circuit and, and preach, Dr. Jack Kyles being one of them, and, and there's several. But we don't really have that per se. I mean, we have a few that, that are out there preaching the word, and that's good. But not at that level, and and people ask, you know, people always say, well, it's because nobody wants to surrender to preach. No, it's not that. It was that that is a specific calling. Yeah. That not all of us that preach have. We don't all have the calling to go do that kind of a ministry. And I firmly believe that 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 it was aborted. And now we've missed out on that opportunity. Somebody missed out on the ability to raise a child with a a, a young man with that a, a, a calling on his life. And then somebody made the decision that cost a generation. Yep. And that may sound whatever, but I firmly believe that. Uh, because if you look back, that's that's what you see yeah. uh, through history, that there's a void there, and the only explanation is that abortion became prominent yep. after the 1970s. Yep. And it's... I've never... I Because I've... Just like I've told you, I know women who have had to go through this process. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a choice they necessarily wanted to make. It was a choice that they were... Because the reason why this is a, such a sensitive topic because you have rape, for one. Then you have uh, or some kind of form of abuse. Um, and then you have medical issues. That's another point. Is, is that medical issues come up. Um but even in that situation, yeah, I you, go back to we can't play God. Yeah, you 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 take a chance. Now, if that baby, if that if that child dies, then you know that's a whole different story. Or, or even, but even the idea that well, I might not. Okay, well then, why is your life more important than your child? You know, I, yeah. I still can't go with that because again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show that it goes back to this selfishness yeah. that I'm more important than somebody else. Yeah. Because you ask that question, okay, what's going to happen to me? You know, what about me? Yeah, what about me? Again, we're looking back at us. Yeah. Well, that's not what God wants. He wants us to look at others, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to take those chances. It, it's, it's saying, it's always cliche, life is about taking risks. <laughs> You're taking a risk. But at the end of the day, it's like I said before, 
you you never know what this child can amount to. Mm-mm. This this child can have a greatness, a, a calling on his life that's so great that this generation may have never seen before or won't mm-hmm. get to see if you make that decision to abort him. Uh, and there's so many people that that get cut off before their time, you know, die before their time. You never, yes. even in age, you know, they're up in age. But but so why do it to a child who hasn't even got a chance to live? That yeah, that yeah. hasn't got to see the you know the the experience the world. And a lot of people like this, and these and people that are against this like to say, well, this why would I raise a child in a world like this? Why were you? You have to think. Why were you raised in the world? You know. Yeah, I mean, like I know couples that don't want to have babies because all the world's getting what? Yeah. Like that's not good logic. Yeah, that's, that's not biblical logic. Yeah. That's just not good logic. Because that's none of your concern yeah, when it comes to that child. Business. Your responsibility is to raise that child in the way that it should go. And whether what whatever happens after that ain't your business. Yeah. That's God's business. Right. But that's the that's the argument. Well, this world, I don't want to raise this. Listen, listen. The world's gonna be what the world is. Mm-hmm. That's the, you know, <laughs> you be who God called you to be. You raise that child to be up to be and to walk in the path that God has it to walk has them to walk in. Yep. You know, it, it's it, that's it's it's not up to you. It's not up to us to make those kind of decisions. But that's we once we get down to the root of it. At the end of the day, we run into the wall. Is when our agenda meets God's word, we have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Because God's word stands firm; it doesn't change. He he doesn't he doesn't change, and so we have to make a decision: is do are we gonna follow what God says, or are we gonna follow our own agendas? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's what just what we gonna do here. Yeah, it's, yep. that's the what that's the wall we run into, and a lot of time uh, we run into it because what God says doesn't line up with our agenda. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yep. and, and so when we run into that wall, it's like, well, I, I think I no, no, no. I don't care what it, I yeah, think. This is this is what God says. Either you're gonna be like, Lord, I, you know, because that's what offense rises, the spirit of offense, because it don't fit my agenda. And that's what we start to cherry pick. You know what we want to do, and yeah. what we don't want to follow. Uh, way, yeah. Either either you're gonna be honest with God, say, Lord, I don't understand this, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't completely agree with it, but it's your word. (laughs) (laughs) Help me to live with it and through it and by it. My my papa was a Baptist preacher for over 40 years. And he had a saying. There was an old saying years ago in the Baptist world. God says it. uh, I believe it. That tells Mm it. Papa, one time, and he would always say this. He said, no. He said, God said it. That tells it. <laughs> yeah. He said it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. Yeah. He, and then he would always follow it up. You can be wrong if you want to. He said, but it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't affect the fact that God said it and that settles it. Yeah. And, and I mean, and that's that's where we are in this is that God's word says we're not supposed to be selfish. That sells it. All these other variables that we want to throw into the um, uh, shooting scenario or that we want to throw into the abortion scenario don't. Man, so then to the third one that's more of a that kind of happened on the periphery, and that's the whole Johnny Depp thing. And I, and I want to just touch on something very quickly, and then we'll we'll wrap this podcast up about this. That did show selfishness on her part. Mm-hmm. She was willing to destroy this man's career. I mean, he's done. Mm-hmm. Even after this, the, you know, I was reading an article. Well, will they come back? No, he's done. I mean, they've taken him out of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, everything that made him him. Right. Yeah. 
And it also shows that, hey, sometimes, and this is, we, we need to talk about this on another show. Men, men need to be listened to even in abusive situations because mm-hmm. it's not always the man doing the abuse. Yeah. But the reason I wanted to bring it up was because there was so much coverage, so much attention, and I just want everybody to, that it still comes back to this substance. We can talk about all the other things and the funny stuff that happened during the trial and the horse and pony show that was the trial and all that. But it comes down to selfishness. That we put ourselves above other people and we say things or we do things to destroy them. That way we can further who we want to be. Period. And that's a... I'm not going to say I was happy that he won. Because that would make... I, I was rather relieved. Because you could see that... Okay... There's, she, she has some sort of agenda through it all. Nothing she was saying, she was saying uh, just as the witnesses and everybody they called for, they were all saying the same thing. This didn't happen. This isn't true. She did. This. And I was like, at what point will it get to where she's like, okay, you know, I throw up my hands. <laughs> you know, I'm just upset with A, B, and C. You know, <laughs> My favorite part of the trial was when they were accusing him of being overly drunk. And he said, well, I would drinking and he said you were drinking a lot he said well were you there you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, that's a good point like this guy's not there like, you know but but it, again I agree it just showed like she's got an agenda she's selfish this isn't about justice this isn't about truth this is about I've got my agenda and I don't care who gets in my way I want yeah. to to get what I want yeah. out of this yeah but you know it, it you know sucks that it you know hurt his career and he lost movie deals and, you know, future movie deals because of it. And that's why I wanted to kind of include it was because it shows that whether it be in the classroom with a gunman, mm-hmm. whether it be in the, the hospital room with a doctor, or it be in the courtroom in front of people, the, the common denominator to all situations like that is that somebody on one side or the other is selfish yeah. and they have their own agenda and they're willing to destroy and even kill people to get what they want and so what I hope that we've gained in this discussion what I hope that our listeners have gained is understanding that hey it's time that we press the pause on us look deep within ourselves and ask okay what can we do in our own lives not to be so selfish and what can we help others do um, to maybe avoid some of these situations in the future? Yeah. And all it takes is just looking at your neighbor and and it's doing or offering something simple. It doesn't take a grand gesture. Uh, it just takes one simple act of kindness or a word of kindness. It's just something simple. Uh, and we can all just get through this. And... Uh, this 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 notion of selfishness and this no this hatred and all this stuff and this this guck that's you know within this country, um, even within in our, within our own lives, you know if we just stop and pause for a second and be be willing for 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 a chance to listen and and to look at someone else um, in a in a different light in the light of love, and that's what it comes down to you know that's what we lack in this world is love. And that's the greatest. 
the greatest command is love your neighbor as you will love yourself. And if we love ourselves so much, we should be able to love others just as much. Absolutely. Well, we, we hope that you come away uh, realizing that we've done everything we can to be sensitive. We've done everything we can to just discuss it, not be biased. Uh, but that you come away understanding that this isn't about us. Uh, it's all about others. God bless you. Have a great evening, and we'll see you next Thursday on the To Be Discussed podcast with RNA.